The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you right here on Super Talk Radio on uh, another episode where we talk about your finances and about other things related to them. And we appreciate you for being here and for listening. And thanks a lot to all of our sponsors who make this show possible all across Mississippi and bleeding over into Alabama and Tennessee and Arkansas and the rest of the world if you tune in online at supertalk.fm slash Corinth. And uh, thanks a lot for being with us. And a lot of stuff to talk about, Bubba. on the national, international, and personal level, and I'm just going to get right into it. Just start with this question. Do you think the U.S. consumer is too good, is too well off? (laughs) Because, you know, we had talk of inflation, and you and I Mm -hmm. were in California a couple weeks ago, and what was it, price of gasoline? was $6.20 a gallon. (laughs) Yeah. You would have told my grandfather. Mm Mm-hmm. It would have paid six dollars twenty-five twenty cents a gallon. You know what he just said? Walk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just walk. Well, so bring that a little bit closer to uh, to here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, out on the the lake this weekend, um, I think that there were probably more people on the lake uh, than most average weekends. You know, it is a holiday weekend up but, here in North Mississippi on Pickwick. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't think it was any different than prior. Uh, Memorial Day weekends, mm. uh, you know, just looking at the bathtub washing around up there mm. and, you know, with gas, mm. uh, you know, more than $6 on the water. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, so that to answer your question, I, I don't yeah. think that the consumer is, uh, has been hurt, has yet. been hurt yet. Because you would think mm-hmm. going back to having a conversation with my grandfather, now, and you may be saying, well, Bub, you know, that's not the real consumer out there, right? People mm-hmm. that are going out on boats and wave runners and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have a lot more. 1%. Yeah. Is that what they're going to have a lot more discretionary income. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're going to have more discretionary income than than the average, mm-hmm. right? But uh, it, it is there not. a lot a, of average Joes yeah. that are in. And flat bottom boats and, 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 and pontoons. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't have to have a yacht. Right. To be on the Tennessee mm-hmm. River. Uh, so I, I think it's a fair indication of our economy mm-hmm. to see where people are because we've had conversations. Inflation. Right. Okay? That's an economic term that basically mm-hmm. means things are going up in price. Well, doesn't Phil, even though he is Daddy Warbucks, mm-hmm. our executive producer over there, doesn't he want to raise every year? Yeah. So does that mean mm-hmm. there is price or, or wage inflation? There is wage inflation. Even every year? Every year. Okay. So let's talk about the effect of that. Let's say that Phil wants a, a 3% raise. Mm-hmm. That'd be low. 
this year, right? G- given what, what inflation was, mm-hmm. let's say it's a three percent raise. Where's his employer going to get that three percent? They got two or three cho- uh, choices, mm-hmm. right? They can go up on their fees and charges mm-hmm. and prices to their customers, right? To be able to afford three percent fulfill, they can eat it right. out of their, their profits. Their profits, mm-hmm. right? Well, what do you think? most employers are going to do they're going to go up on their rates so phil is the reason that we have inflation uh, phil is the exact reason (laughs) daddy warbucks over here yeah just because he wanted his three percent raise just because he wanted his raise that means Mm -hmm. that everybody else has to pay more and Mm -hmm. uh, when you have to pay more for that then or or is it because phil is wanting a three percent raise or Mm -hmm. phil needs a three percent raise in order to afford the other things that he he needs right. It's it's a vicious cycle, right? It, it is. It's the chicken of the mm-hmm. egg. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's this thing. If this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then it makes this thing happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the way our uh, consumer driven economy is. If, and, if Phil wants to spend um, all weekend pressure washing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he's got more expensive gas that he's buying, mm-hmm. and he went out and bought a new pressure washer, right? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that pressure washer was a lot more expensive than the one that he bought 20 years ago. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So normally, without the effects of COVID, without the effects of government spending, Mm -hmm. without the supply chain issues, without all these other things that are contributing to Mm -hmm. the inflation, just normally, we've got inflation. Yeah. All right. So why is it headline now? Is it because it's more significant? Because it, it's higher? It's a lot more significant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the numbers came in at 85 9%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so historically speaking, you're looking at an, uh, an average somewhere around uh, 1.75 to 2.5. Mm-hmm. Let's call it 2, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so most economists every year are pricing mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. They're, they're considering 1% to 3%, somewhere right. around 2, as just normal inflation. Yeah. And you're telling me it's three or four times that. Right. At least for the first right. few months of 2022. But you also look at what's happened over the last several years, right? Mm. Uh, so we've been clipping along with inflation rates on average somewhere in the 1% range. Mm-hmm. Well, that's on the low end mm-hmm. of the average, right? So all of a sudden, things uh, basically cleared up or mm-hmm. marked to market, if you would, mm-hmm. on the inflation number. Uh, so uh, we were going to pay for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You have times when things are less inflationary than they mm-hmm. usually are, that's going to kind of bubble up that's right one day cre- create this future issue where it's going to be more significant. So our question today is related to the US consumer, you, those who are listening. How's this affecting you, if at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what kind of decisions do you need to be making personally? Yep. Now, we've talked a little in the last few weeks about, you know, on the, the market and, and how the market mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is 
pricing in and factoring in and, and how portfolios probably need to be considered related to some of these economic issues such as inflation and supply chain and, and, and uh, the great resignation and lack of workers mm-hmm. and whatever. But I want to bring it off of that. I want to bring it off of the, the national, international, huge scene, the, the macro. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it down to the micro. Yeah. What does that mean at your house? Mm-hmm. What does it mean at your house when gas prices are four to six bucks a gallon? Well, we're going to discuss that here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Greg Cooley and Bubba Levis, certified financial planners, with you here. And Bubba, we were talking about uh, in the past, we've looked at the macro effects of some of these economic headwinds and now we're going to look at the micro Mm -hmm. down on the street level uh, joe john q public what's it going to do to he or she if we have inflation or um we continue to have and when i say uh have inflation yes we've had some immediate short-term inflation but what about long-term effects uh, also, what's what's it going to do if we continue to have uh, uh, wages go up? Does that mean we're going to continue this for uh, the not, um, un, uh, for future? Um, what are you to do? So, uh, when you talk to your clients and they come in and they're concerned about gasoline prices, mm-hmm. what do you say? Well. Uh, you you hear that gasoline prices are are up, right? Mm-hmm. From say from three dollars to four dollars, or two dollars to to four dollars, whatever the dollar amount is, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really resonate w- with most folks. Mm-hmm. But when you do the math on it, right, and you say, hey, you know what? I'm running a tank of gas a week based on the way that uh, I travel, the way I do things, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's forty extra dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Right or two thousand dollars per year. Right. Well, that that starts equating to real money, whether you're the upper one percent or not. Right. Two thousand dollars is two thousand dollars. Right. And as a percentage of income, right? If mm-hmm. you've got high high income, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a uh, um, you know a, a neurosurgeon, mm-hmm. right, or a rocket surgeon. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And you're making lots of money. Mm-hmm. As a percentage basis, it's not that big a deal, mm. right? Mm. Uh, but as as somebody who is making a little bit less money, like mm. the average Joe, as you say, mm-hmm. maybe uh, a family making a combined $80,000 a year, mm-hmm. well, that's a lot bigger percentage just for that one item, right? It is. But what are the compounding effects of that as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because gas prices are higher, it costs more to deliver groceries to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because of that, groceries cost more. Right. So you can figure that groceries are going to be more expensive as well, mm-hmm. right? Right. So all of a sudden, you've got these uh, these inflationary features, right, that are compounding on the average person out there, mm-hmm. making them spend more money just to exist. Yeah. And I saw this going through the eyes mm-hmm. of a person the other day standing in line at the grocery store. Okay. So she was in front of me, and she puts her items up on the belt there for it to mm-hmm. go to the lady who was scanning. And the lady scans. Well, the consumer, the customer in front of me, is watching 
and she sees that you know there's a can of peas that was mm-hmm. 99 cents and there there's the bag of mixed vegetables and and that was four dollars mm-hmm. and there there's the, the gallon of milk and whatever and she's watching each one of these individual mm-hmm. items go there well there were there was a roast a, a pork roast that yeah. she had chosen and when the lady scanned that thing it was eighteen dollars yes mm-hmm. eighteen dollars and you could see in the consumer, the, la- the lady's eyes, she's trying to make a decision. Do I tell her to take it off and put it back? Do I keep it and have to spend less on something else mm-hmm. in my life? You could see right. behind her eyes, mm-hmm. she's making this decision. Right. She's not the only one. Right. Everybody is. So if you have to spend more on something and it you suddenly become aware, it didn't go from costing one dollar and eighteen to one twenty one that you can probably absorb and not have much of a conscious thought about it. But if it goes from one eighteen to two dollars, well, uh, the price of bacon, right? Mm-hmm. I think the price of bacon, if you look at it over the last year and a half, has probably doubled. There you go. Which is pork related to Mm -hmm. this lady's pork roast. Mm -hmm. And so if you're making this conscious decision, something, whether it's pork or gasoline or whatever, what is the the average U.S. consumer? I've looked up Mm -hmm. graphs here, Mm -hmm. okay? We like to base all this on facts. So what does the average U.S. consumer have as their options in their personal budget? Mm -hmm. The first one is put it back. As my grandfather said, Walt, mm-hmm. if it costs too much to operate the vehicle, right. choose something else. Mm-hmm. Put it, d- don't make the expenditure. Mm-hmm. In prior generations, that was probably more of a socially accepted thing. Right. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to make any judgments here about millennials or mm-hmm. Xers or Yers or Zers right. or anything else related to anybody's generation mm-hmm. here. But how many people don't do the consumption? Mm-hmm. But how many folk do without? How many people put it back? Very few. I, I would say less than 5% of the folks put it back. Yes, it's exactly right. The statistics show that it's somewhere around three and a half to four percent of the people will say, "I'm good at these statistics." Put that yeah. back. I'm not going to yeah. do it. I'm not going to spend the money. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's one option. Don't spend the money on the thing. Now, she, many people, and, and we're talking about initial expenditures. Mm-hmm. Now, she may get home and say, "That's the last one of those I'm buying," right. but she didn't put that one back. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what the, these statistics are related to. Just as an initial right. decision, conscious decision, how many people put it back? So one is don't make the, the expenditure. The second option that somebody has is, yes, I'm going to make the expenditure on that, but there's something else I'm going to give up. Mm-hmm. All right. How many people do that? That's 12%. Okay. So 12% of the people say, okay, I'll spend the money on the pork roast, but I'm not buying the saltine crackers mm-hmm. and I'm not buying the six pack of this and I'm not, I'm not right. buying the chiclets or whatever. I, I, I made the decision mm-hmm. there. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where, you know, you 
felt like you kind of had to have protein. Mm-hmm. You had to have the meat. Yeah. But there are some of these other mm-hmm. items that were strenuous. They were a little uh, over the top anyway oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that were unnecessary that you yeah. just didn't buy. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are making those decisions too. Well, what if you're in the business of selling chapstick? What if you're in the business of mm-hmm. selling gum or, or candy? What's that going to do to you mm-hmm. if people choose not to buy your product because they feel like they have to have mm-hmm. the protein, right? have to have the meat? So one is, I'm not going to buy it at all. Number two, I'm going to make a substitute. Mm-hmm. All right. A third option that people have is to buy a, a version of. Mm-hmm. So instead of buying the three-pound roast, maybe I put it back and I get a one-and-a-half to two-pound roast. Right. You ever found yourself making substitutes for the thing? Maybe the kind of, 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 of soft drink you like mm-hmm. is a brand name. And it went up, and it, and you say, well, I'm still going to have soft drinks, but I'll take the store brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Store brands are getting a whole lot more business these days. Right. Because people are not not going to have something. Mm-hmm. And they are making the decision to consciously choose something else. Right? How does this affect your pocketbook, though? You made that but, but then again, there are there are some things that uh, that I will not compromise on. Okay. Right? Saltine crackers. You're going to have premiums, right? Yeah, I'm going to have premium saltine crackers, <laughs> okay. right? Right. Yeah. And you're and you're willing and you, mm-hmm. whether it's they're inflationary times or not. I may not, do without something else. Okay. Right? All right. And you've been that mm-hmm. way forever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with paper products. I'm yep. going to do pl- pr- premium paper mm-hmm. products. Yep. We're not going to have those cheap paper tiles yep. at my mm-hmm. house because I have done a little economic survey mm-hmm. you know you have the really nice absorbent paper towels you use less of them right mm-hmm. and you know they're more expensive so you just don't willy-nilly use them right you're more discriminate as you mm-hmm. use them but the cheap ones you know i'm gonna have to tear off five right in order to absorb to do the same thing. job yeah. and so you tear off five and you're well i'll take two more mm-hmm. they're cheap so you did seven. You could have done one or two of an absorbent one. So, yes, you're exactly right. There are some things that people will not compromise mm-hmm. on. But on a personal basis at home, as you're trying to run a household and you're mm-hmm. trying to, to raise your family, this gets real. Yeah. And and where does it get real? Mm-hmm. Well, it gets real in the personal savings category. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, what I'm afraid of uh, longer term. Yes. If people are saving less, right, whether it be uh, their own personal savings or 401k or retirement plan savings, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, then they're not going to have an, as much or enough to retire on. Yep. And you know what we're assuming here is that people are making conscious decisions about what they're buying. Mm-hmm. That they're doing like the lady in front of me, yeah. and they're looking up and they're and they're seeing each individual mm-hmm. item go across the scanner. Here's the next statistic: thirty-one percent of Americans, throughout this last six months of increased inflation, haven't changed their spending habits mm-hmm. at all because they've increased their credit card balance. That's right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention. 
You just stick that card in there. Yeah. It's almost painless. Right. You know, if you had to count out the cash, mm-hmm. it's a different issue. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back and ask you, what are the long-term effects of that decision from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio? Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Cooley and Labus with you on Super Talk. And we're talking about the at-home real effect of inflationary measures. Now, we're going to talk about the way American consumers make decisions and along the way how they flip-flop. So, we initially said, the lady's looking at the pork roast. She says, uh, either I'm not going to take it, put it back. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to take it, but I'm going to make conscious decisions not to buy other mm-hmm. things. Or I'm going to put this thing on the credit card, and I'm not going to think about it at all. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, how long do people continue to make decisions like that until it comes home to roost? Uh, I would say sometimes one month, sometimes several months. That, Just depends when the next bill comes in on the credit card. There you go. So initially, mm-hmm. it's real easy and, and less embarrassing mm-hmm. just to go through the serving line, to pay, yep. to use your credit card, and think about this later. Mm-hmm. But you do think about it later. Right. Because the credit card bill, as you said, comes mm-hmm. in. And it's inordinately high. More than it usually mm-hmm. is. Now... I put off making a conscious decision earlier, but now I got to make a conscious decision. Am I going to pay this balance? My my own personal shopping habits have changed over the last six months. Oh, really? Um, and and I'm going to describe this. I always had an idea of what I wanted to get when I went to the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? And I know, I know that we need you know bread, milk, eggs, that right. sort of thing. It's, mm-hmm. It kind of just staples at our household. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, over over the last six months, uh, I have found myself using lists more and more, mm-hmm. and it's part of your uh, you know grocery buying right uh, the rules rules right. Uh, right. But I find myself using lists more and more, and I really try to stick to the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, used to be in the past you could walk by and say, oh, you know those those Oreos look pretty good. I think I'll get some of those. Right. Ooh, bacon. We hadn't had bacon in a while, right? Mm-hmm. But now uh, I find myself sticking to the list uh, a lot more and and utilizing a list. There are some people who are just naturally disciplined Mm -hmm. or just naturally detail-oriented, and they're going to have a list for everything. Right. There are some people almost have to be forced into discipline. That's right. You know? Mm-hmm. And and that's what will happen if you're making these decisions using mm-hmm. your credit card or delaying or whatever. If you didn't make the mm-hmm. decision, put it back, or didn't make the decision right now to not buy something else because you only had a certain budget mm-hmm. for this week's. If you, if you just went through and you bought and you got everything, you got all of the extravagances and you got the necessities and you put it on a credit card, mm-hmm. then the credit card bill comes in and you have to make a decision. Well, one of your decisions may be, uh, next time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to do this differently. Right. And we're picking on grocery stores mm-hmm. here. It could be at other supply right. stores. It, mm-hmm. it could be at the co-op. It, it could be where you buy shoes. Mm-hmm. It, it could be at, at any place that a consumer spends money. But it's easy for everybody to kind of relate this to eating. Right. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to, to, to grocery shopping. And so the American consumer will initially, the majority of us will just 
go ahead and buy everything. Sure. Whether we had to use extra cash, you put in a credit card. But there will be a day Mm -hmm. that I'm going to have to address this. Now, some, a certain percentage of us don't address it ever at all. Mm -hmm. We just let the credit card bills continue to grow. Now, initially, as people hear that out there, they'd say, oh, that has to be a, a low percentage. Not very many people, not very many adults would do that. But it happens a lot. The balances on U.S. credit cards have mm-hmm. gone up yep. over the last couple months, mm-hmm. meaning that I'm talking about carried balances. Right. What a carried balance is, Phil has a mm-hmm. $500 bill comes in on his visa. Mm-hmm. He only pays 300 yep. So he carries the 200 mm-hmm. to the next month. There, and, and credit cards also kind of, because they have your best interest in art. Sure. They give you a suggestion about what your minimum payment mm-hmm. is. Right. Okay? Yeah. And so the minimum payment ain't 300 mm-hmm. Minimum payment's about 75 Yeah. So you can carry a balance of 425 and nobody's mm-hmm. coming to, to, to right. embarrass you. Nobody's coming to take you to the poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to send you a nasty letter. And so many people just opt for that one because some of us are non-confrontational, mm-hmm. even with ourselves. And so all of these are dynamics of the American cons- consumer. Here's another thing about the American consumer. Believe it or not, their savings rate, no, it hasn't increased, but it hasn't gone down. Right. So where's that money coming from? If we can pay for the inflationary mm-hmm. things and we can at least continue to save some, where's that money coming from? It's because we've had some government programs where mm-hmm. there has been money in the system. We also have had most people like Phil ask for a rave, yeah. and raise and, and receive, receive it. Yeah, They've received that. So, so far... At least in the short term, we've been able to absorb this by our decisions mm-hmm. or by our money. But how how long can we absorb six, seven, eight percent mm-hmm. inflation? Well, obviously, time will tell. But I'm going to say it's probably going to be sooner rather than later. Yep. Now, hopefully, sooner rather than later, two or three other things will happen. First of all, supply chain issues will normalize. Mm-hmm. We will we'll have certain things you could not buy. Now, I'm assuming that people understand why we had a supply chain issue in the first place. Right. So let's go back a couple years and go to the beginning of the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we lived through economically. Did we shut down the government? Did we shut down the economy? You shut down the economy, for did, sure. Did we have uh, people who didn't mm-hmm. come out of their houses? Yep. Huh? We had people who didn't go to their offices. Mm-hmm. We had businesses who did not open their doors, at least for a period of time. Manufacturers being uh, a big component of that. Uh, people who are making things. Mm-hmm. So because Phil is a daddy Warbucks over here, he has all these uh, a variety of investments. Mm-hmm. One of them is this widget factory we're always yep. talking about. So he, you know, he, he went right along with government mandate. He went lo- along with uh, local customers and, and local decisions. He, he went along with his, his local municipality. He listened to his employees and his suppliers. And so he shut down his widget factory mm-hmm. for 
few days mm-hmm. or at least cut back on production right. and said, have you people, because we're going to at least practice social distancing. We did a little bit of this at our office. We did. We certainly did. Because what we said mm-hmm. was, hey, we're going to try to stay a certain distance mm-hmm. from one another. And so we're going to have half the staff come in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday mm-hmm. this week. The other half. Tuesday, Thursday. Right. And then the next week, we'll flip-flop it. We'll flip-flop. Yeah. We did that for a few weeks mm-hmm. there, just from the point of view of social distancing. Yeah. Still kept the doors open. Some businesses did that. And some businesses said, we can't run our business mm-hmm. without being close to one another. We fortunately could. Right. We had walls and distance mm-hmm. and space between desks and between sure. individuals. And so we were uh, fortunate we could. But some couldn't, so they were so close to one another, they had to close so his widget factory that makes widgets didn't get to make widgets for a period of time because mm-hmm. there was nobody there to make widgets. Right. Now, he's not the only one you point out. A lot of manufacturers were that way. Mm-hmm. Then as we start to uh, open up a little bit, mask mandates mm-hmm. and then a little easing of those things and people get comfortable being out and, and the death rate goes down and the survival rate goes up and the incidence rates normalize and all those sorts of mm-hmm. things happen and we get some semblance of normalcy back in mm-hmm. our lives and people start wanting widgets again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can and, he catch and, up? And not only is it the normal demand of people wanting widgets but it's all the people that had, had had postponed or not had any widgets during the meantime yeah so yeah. all of a sudden you've got this incredible demand mm-hmm. which also shoots up price yeah so yesterday i'm helping my mother-in-law move and we realized that we want a washer and dryer in another room than uh the original uh house layout uh, had it, and so we had to take a door facing off and, and, and widen out a space and put in a wider door. Yep. Okay. So I go down to the local building mm-hmm. supply and I say, Do you have a door, uh, the whole casing, the whole yep. thing? You know, do you have that? And most of the time they did, but they don't now. Mm-hmm. It may be a few days before yep. we can get one in. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any idea where else I can get it? Well, there are a yep. couple other people in town who sell them. Mm-hmm. So here I go across town, and I go to a place that that's what they do. They, they, they manufacture mm-hmm. doors. No, we're, we're not open on a holiday. Yep. And, oh, by the way, that particular width is a very common width, and we've had supply chain issues. Yep. I'm like, you make doors here. How uh-huh. could you have had supply chain issues? Mm-hmm. Well, we had some lumber issues yep. there, and it, it got caught mm-hmm. in the whole system of everybody in the world. And here's another one. The door locks, mm-hmm. the door mechanisms, even if it's on a closet door. Right. They weren't necessarily made on site mm-hmm. here. They're made somewhere else. And they were in, made in a place where they had extra stringent mm-hmm. local mandates related to the COVID thing. Sure. All of this has pushed this back, and we've had these great bubbles, and we've created these supply chain issues for many things. So we're up against another break, and when we come back from the, this break, we're going to talk about 
how you at home are responding to this and what we suggest you do from the Advisors Roundtable. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Levis with you on Super Talk Radio. And so we're talking about these inflationary pressures and supply chain issues and employment, uh, labor markets, uh, lots of economic uh, numbers coming out these days. And how does that affect you? As normal American consumer, well, we've talked about how many of us do mm-hmm. respond. Now we're going to talk from the point of view of certified financial planners how we should respond. Right. First one is be aware. Mm-hmm. Be aware of uh, go back to grocery shopping. How much do you usually spend when you go to the grocery store? Oh, it varies. Ah. It absolutely varies. Really? Yeah. Uh, because you never know from one week to the next what other supplies you may have run out of. Ah. Um, I, I would say I can't get out of the grocery store for less than $100. Uh-huh. Many times less than $200 right. when I go. All right. And you're, But you're aware if mm-hmm. last week it was $100 yep. and this week it's $200, are you aware of what that extra $100 is? Mm-hmm. I am. What makes it up? What are the components? Right. What are the things you bought that mm-hmm. added up to that extra hundred dollars? Yeah. You're aware. Mm-hmm. And are you aware of, uh, let's say, that's cleaning supplies? Are you pretty well aware of how you guys the cycle of your cleaning at your mm-hmm. house and when this is going to occur again? Two uh, weeks from now, three weeks from now. Pretty well aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can say that if you were trying to budget it, if you had a hundred and twenty-five or a hundred and fifty dollars budgeted, I think a hundred and fifty dollars a week is probably a good budget for us. Okay. All right. And you're well well aware mm-hmm. of that, and that's normal. Yep. And then all of a sudden, we have all of this inflation stuff. You go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and it's two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Right. Now, is that sticker shock to you initially? Absolutely, it is. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if it was on a week that you didn't have to buy all those extra mm-hmm. uh, extra supplies? Yeah. Now, if it's a week that you do have to buy the extra supplies, you can say, well, you know, mm-hmm. the, the bleach went up or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the, the floor cleaner or the, the, the furniture polish. Sure. That sort of thing. But if it's, a, if it's just one of those normal weeks mm-hmm. where, there's, where it's only supposed to cost 100 or $150 and it went up significantly, I'm asking you to be aware. Now, why do I want you to be aware of that other than to be depressed? Why, why should you be aware of, of where your money's going and what you normally spend and when a significant uptick occurs? I, th- I think it's important for every consumer to know the outflow that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as the inflow, okay. right? Um, because otherwise, how are you ever going to get ahead? Right, right. And really and truly, isn't that what this is all about? Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, we ask people all the time, why do you get up early? Mm-hmm. Why do you go to work? Why do you have to have uh, special kinds of shoes to do that job? Mm-hmm. Why do you uh, endure that? Why, why do you do it? Well, I want to get ahead. Well, yeah. I guess we all do, don't mm-hmm. we? And in order to be able to do that, part of your financial plan should be a spending plan. So I need you to be well aware mm-hmm. of when something changes. All right, here's the second thing. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't freak out. It's happening to everybody, probably. Yeah. 
it, nobody's picking on you. Mm-hmm. All right. There may be some conscious decisions you can make to handle it. Mm-hmm. We talked about some of those conscious decisions early. Put it back. Choose something else. Mm-hmm. Temporarily use debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's what most American consumers are doing. Or, but, or in my own case, use a list. Uh, right. That will help you mm-hmm. in the beginning make discriminant choices so you right. don't get to the embarrassing point in the line. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you see a lot of people, as soon as a problem, the stock market goes down a little bit, or something tears up about their car and they suddenly want to trade. Mm-hmm. You, you see people, as soon as a problem manifests itself, making crazy decisions? I do, yep. And we're asking you not to. Mm-hmm. Do you really see people sell their car because they had a flat, or because they they, they suddenly had a couple little ticks in the engine? I, I think it's more of a justification for <laughs> wanting something wanting new. something new, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the neighbor got a new car, mm-hmm. and you decide, hey, you know what? This uh, this little scratch here, I better go ahead and get a new car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. First of all, become aware. Mm -hmm. Secondly, don't do anything crazy. Don't freak out. Number three, have a measured response. A response where you have thought it out. Mm -hmm. So you get home from the grocery store and you say to Kimberly, Kimberly, what did it cost? And she said $250. You said, we usually spend $150. Mm -hmm. That's my budgeted number. She looks at me and shrugs her shoulders and says, inflation. Inflation. Yeah, you know about that, don't you? Yeah, that's right. You're the one who took all those economics classes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's $100. Right. You're trying to raise three kids, mm-hmm. trying to get ahead. That's $100. So what should, what should your measured response be? So you go back through those options. Put it back. Mm-hmm. Maybe choose a substitute item. Or choose to substitute the thing that you won't live without Mm -hmm. and not have some kind of luxury item. Some people temporarily use debt. Here's another one. Start yelling and screaming and say, I can't believe you spent so much money. Yeah, it's got to be her fault. It's got to be be your fault, right? It's got to be somebody else's fault, Uh right? Here's another one. Work a little more. Mm -hmm. Hmm? A couple extra hours overtime. Yep. Now... I don't want to do that forever, mm-hmm. but maybe I could. Do you think that employers are open to employees working about as much as they want to these days? I think given the employment situation today, I think uh, should an employee want to work extra, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not even at their uh, place of employment, but if mm-hmm. they wanted to pick up a side job somewhere else, mm-hmm. then there's all the opportunity in the world to do that. So my wife and I and daughters, we decided that we were going to go see the new Tom Cruise movie Mm -hmm. yesterday. I'm going to have at least a couple hours on a holiday that I can have some enjoyment. Yeah. So uh, I made everybody, you know, take a shower and put on a new pair of shoes and we Mm -hmm. went to town. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to see this movie. Mm -hmm. All right. This is a big cinema. Oh, yeah. They got 10 screens Mm -hmm. that we went to. So we go in. The ticket booth is closed down. Okay, Everything's online, buying your tickets for the movies, right? Either that or you have to stand over Mm -hmm. in the 
concession line, whether you wanted yeah. concessions or not. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And if you want concessions, you know, it's a pretty long line. Well, you know, I'm, I'm starting to try to do some analysis mm-hmm. as to how they could do this better yeah. and different because mm-hmm. I want to be in there and I want to be comfortable. I want to be yeah. drinking my Diet Coke mm-hmm. inside the theater right now. But I'm going to have to stand in line. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how they could do this differently. I suddenly come to realize they've only got five employees there. Yeah. They were probably lucky they had five there on mm-hmm. a holiday. You're right. So what they did is they didn't have any employees assigned to the ticket booth. They put every available mm-hmm. person they could behind the concession stand and took care of those mm-hmm. orders and processed the tickets there. Probably a good decision. Because think of all the extra uh, concessions that they sold. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm already here. I guess I'll go ahead and get some junior mints, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of consumer psychology mm-hmm. involved right. here. All right. However, we had to realize that in their situation, they had to run the business maybe differently than it was sure. normally set up to be run. Right. It was normally set up to have what? Somebody at the ticket mm-hmm. booth. It was normally set was. up to have somebody out in the, uh, the uh, hallways making sure that you didn't go into the wrong uh, place or that the, the, uh, the, the restrooms were clean. But today they had to make a decision and roll with it as they had to roll with it because they didn't have enough mm-hmm. employees. We're all running into that today. So right. if you want to work a little extra... Bubba makes a great great point mm-hmm. here. It could be part of your decision-making mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm going to handle this extra inflation by jumping on board and getting a little benefit out of it. See, this is the way that not going crazy and not freaking out will benefit you sure. if you stop and think about it mm-hmm. and make it part of your plan. And if you will consciously come up with your own game plan right. as a response. And look for your own opportunities. There are a number of opportunities out there, even in these times when the headlines seem to be negative and seem to be all written against you. There are a number of opportunities out there, and we want you to take advantage of them. So I hope you learned a little bit today about what your response ought to be in the midst of inflation. Hear from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the 
the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.